Welcome to Big Brave Business. This is a podcast built on the belief that you can create absolutely anything for yourself. Whether it's a dream job or a dream life, it's all possible for you. I'm Amanda Nelson, a virtual assistant and digital marketer. And that's Sarah Heater, podcast producer and strategic consultant. Each week, we will share insights from working with dozens of clients, stories of how we got where we are, and encourage you to see us as your new business besties. So grab a cup of coffee and let's talk being brave in business. Welcome back to Big Brave Business. This is actually our third episode in a row that we're recording. Amanda, how you doing? Yeah, hanging in there? You know, I'm doing great. Do you like people knowing that we batch work? I feel like very much what we do around here is like talk real talk about what it's like to have a business. I mean, having a podcast, listen, yeah, when we get a chance, we record multiple. We don't always, we shoot for it. I think a lot of that mindset for me that I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want people to know that is because whenever I preach to my clients to batch their content for social media. I'm like, change your shirt so people know you didn't post it all at the same time. Go outside, post inside, wear something different, do your hair up one way. You know what I mean? So people know that you didn't batch work. And here I I am. I'm like, part of that is because on social media, it's so visual that if you're giving the same visual over and over, people stop having like a stimulated response. Like they'll scroll by. I don't yeah. think it's the same thing with a podcast. And plus, the, the na- to me, it's the nature of our podcast is that we talk about like real talk. So I don't want to like pretend anything. Okay. It is what it is. This well, is I'm real. very, I'm very excited that we're going to be talking about this topic today because you and I have very differences of opinions, I think. Not very, but we difference a, a little bit on networking and if it's yeah. great, if we hate it, if we love it. If we do like it, what do we like about it? And <laughs> if we hate it, <clears throat> I do. Um, what do I hate about it so much? So, <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> tell me a little bit about what networking you currently do and uh, how you feel about it. So, what I think is really funny about this is I don't actually think we entirely disagree. I think the differences come from we have a very different, we have very different personalities. So <laughs> we both, I mean, everybody hates networking. Nobody's like, yay, let me go to a happy hour like and slap on a sticker name tag and like oh, make small I think talk there are people. some like misogynistic, narcissistic people out there that are like, oh yeah, chance to talk about myself and how great okay, I well, am. Okay, well, I love talking about myself, but that's totally <laughs> I different. Do not. That's totally, totally different. No, I feel like I feel like networking is usually done really badly and that's why it sucks. But I also think that networking effectively is everything as far as building actual relationships with a wide net of people. And I'm going to go ahead and tap in our previous episode. The one that came out last week was all about branding. And one of the things you specifically touched on is wanting to be able to be a connector of people and meeting different people and having genuine whole person connections with people and then being able to introduce them to each other. And that literally is networking. So I feel like it's just that networking needs to look different depending on your personality type and your business goals and like what you want to accomplish. And yeah, but I would say like that's where I would probably start is like literally what is networking and does it matter? And if so, why? Okay. So are you asking me that? Well, but also I guess how do you feel about networking? All of the above. Go for it. Okay. So just my thoughts on networking in general. Networking to me is cold. It's unfriendly. 
fake and it's small talk and I hate small talk. I want to get to know about you as a person and your kids and what makes you tick and all that while we're having like deep conversations. And I'm not saying you can't do that in networking, but I feel like they are strategically created for small talk. I just don't love it. I don't love it. I don't, I never, I never have though. Even, even like when I was in church and we would have youth group and it was like, let's sit in a circle and talk about like, let's just have a conversation. I was like, why? Like, I just, I never, (laughs) never really understood it, but it's interesting that my favorite thing to do is listen to podcasts. People just talk about things that they love. It's ironic. I just don't love small talk in general, which is probably why I was not a very successful dater. <laughs> like, to, be, to be fully they honest. They're really similar, don't they? Um, I feel like networking and dating is very similar. I also feel, and I tell people this all the time, if I'm ever coaching an, another VA, I tell them all the time, think of your clients as, as though you're in a dating relationship. There are a couple of weeks that are weird. You're feeling each other out. Where, Like, how do you like to communicate, you know, <laughs> what's best for you? And I feel like networking and dating are very similar, which is why I wasn't great at it. I just don't love it. I think I'm just like, let's cut to the chase. Let's get to the good stuff. What's What makes you tick? What's going on with your business right now? Is your, like, are you failing? But I also think that's what makes me approachable. Like anytime that I do do networking, because I'm just like, obviously over it. <laughs> I feel like I have more people come up to me and talk to me. I don't know. So you're talking about when you say networking, you're talking about like networking events. Or online. It doesn't have to be in person. But like an event where you're supposed to mingle. Or if I was on a one-on-one call. Oh, okay. I'm better with a one-on-one call because it's like, yeah. let's like I'm very quick to say like, hey, I know this sucks. You don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. Let's get to the good stuff. You know, I feel like if you are in a group and you have to listen to everybody else, do you know what I mean? That to me is exhausting. But it might just very well be me. I'm the problem. I mean, I'm well, sure people no, no, out there it's not love a problem. It. Hang on. I'm not I don't want you to say Sarah that is low-key judging me over here. No, I'm <laughs> literally not ever. I don't want you to judge yourself either. It's not a problem. It's a personality type and that's allowed. You are allowed to like what you like and dislike what you dislike and that's totally fine. I think a lot of it though is that it has never benefited me. I don't think I can think of one connection that I have had that's long lasting. I know you do. Um, I don't have any connections that are long lasting that were built out of a group setting ever. I can't think of one person. All of my best connecting and impacts that I feel like I've made in conversations with people are one-on-one. Yeah. I think one-on-one or personal introductions through somebody like you and I met through a personal connection through somebody else who introduced us. I feel like those tend to do a lot better for like getting to the deep stuff. So I guess I'll say I hate in-person networking events. I think it's so awkward. I'm so hard on myself of all the things of like, what am I going to wear and what everything's stupid and the name tag is stupid and like, how you introduce yourself is stupid and how other people introduce themselves is just annoying and like you said the small talk everybody says the same thing over and over and it's just the same you're having the same conversation over and over and it's like hard to break out of that and I feel like 
it, it is really similar with dating. And when you meet somebody in the dating world who you just talk to easily, like the, the communication just happens naturally, you're like, oh, thank God. Let's keep going out with each other because I can actually have a conversation with you that doesn't feel like everything else. And that is definitely from a networking perspective, I agree with you, way easier to achieve in a one-on-one. So I definitely will say that. Like I think group networking often sucks. I don't think it has to suck though. And I think there are ways to do it well, but I also will caveat that with like, no matter how good of a networker you are, if the person you're talking to sucks at networking, you're still going to end up in an awkward conversation. So, um, but one thing I do definitely want to share in an awkward networking conversation, or if you're trying to introduce yourself to somebody or whatever, one of our former clients who hopefully will end up being a client again in a different context, um, her name is Bernie. She is one of our guests we had over on the YouTube channel. She has told me this and it has so stayed with me and it's so true. The best question to ask somebody in a small talk situation like that to get out of the small talk is to ask them, what's something you're working on right now? Because everybody's working on something right now. And it just pushes you out of the like, yeah, so this weather we're having, like, oh, yeah, like, how long have you been in business? It like pushes you out of that same old conversation into just talking about like real things. People take off their kind of persona when they start talking about themselves, and it makes it so much easier to connect people with each other because the example she gave me is like, oh, so-and-so's renovating their kitchen and you also know a kitchen contractor, right? And so being able to connect them with each other is really easy. So that's my favorite like go-to question is like, what are you working on right now? Because everybody's working on something. Yeah. You can like push past the bullshit. That's a really, really good question. Can I tell you a funny dating story? Sure. Yeah. Tell us all the things. So, no, I'll just tell you this quick one. This is <laughs> I was online dating and I got matched with someone who was the head of marketing for a, I'm not going to say which one, but a local marketing agency in town that is very impressive. And so I was super stoked to go out with this dude, even though he really wasn't my type. And this just goes to, to tell you how much I hate I hate like small talk and people that can't carry on a good conversation, which is why the millisecond that I knew Drew could have a great conversation, I never let him out of my sight again. I moved him in on the second date. We got married very quickly because I was like, oh, great. You're not going anywhere. I'll never find anybody else that will ever have a conversation with me like this again. So I went on this date and I sat down. We met at a local bar and I'm a big about going Dutch on dates because I don't want to be invested. (laughs) I don't want I don't want them to feel like they're invest like does that make sense yeah I want us to both to feel like there's no hard feelings here neither one of us are like invested we're just gonna have really good like a good meal and if we never talk again there you didn't lose any money I didn't lose any money we just had a good meal I've always been that way I don't care about people paying for my stuff I sat down at the at the bar with this guy and he was like so my name is We'll say his name is Daniel. He's like, so my name is Daniel. And I was like, hey, Daniel, it's Amanda. You know, nice to meet you. And um, I sit down, I order a drink. And he goes, first thing out of his mouth after he introduces himself to me, he goes, so I got to know, who do you think? I can't believe I'm about to tell this story. He said, who do you think is the real hero in Lord of the Rings? And looks at me. You know me, Sarah. You know my face. I can't hide how I feel about anybody or anything. I put a $10 bill down on the counter and I got up and I walked out. 
and I never talked to this person again. Wow. Have you ever had something like this happen to me? Like dead serious. No. Wow. Am I an asshole? That's the kind of stuff if that ever happened in a marketing, or like in a networking event, I would leave. I would do exactly like I did. Like, nope. Okay. This isn't going to work out. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your time. I'll pay for my drink now and I'll leave. Interestingly for me, I think it would depend what they asked. If it was something that I couldn't What speak if it was to. that question? Yeah, I probably I don't have quite the audacity you do, so I don't know that I would have <laughs> walked out, but I definitely would have known this is not a life match if that's how it started <laughs> off. But I think but again, I would say like it depends on what it is. Like if I was a Lord of the Rings fanatic, if that was my favorite, favorite franchise, I've, that's I've the word seen I'm looking them. for. I've seen He's them. Saying. I'm not that yeah, invested. Yeah. Agreed. I Agreed. Like, I have no no objection time. to Lord of the Rings, but it's not my thing um, per se. I don't again, I don't dislike it. I've seen it. I'd watch it again. I don't care. I probably don't plan to ever read the books, but I mean, I have no objection to it. But yeah, I wouldn't be able to speak to that. So and I could speak to pretty much anything. Listen, I'm a talker. But yeah, if you could get if you ask me a question, though, about something I really, really loved. And I'm trying to think of an example that wouldn't be weird. Like the thing that immediately comes to mind that you and I both love is Gilmore Girls. But it would be weird if a date asked you that if it was a straight I'd man. Be like, like, I would be like, oh, you stalked me on Instagram. <laughs> you stalked me on Instagram. I think the point of the matter is for me is I don't like to waste time. I'm not like trying to be a bitch to be a bitch. I think it's whether it's dating or it's networking. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, it's also why my circle is very small. I like to keep my circle small of people that are closest to me. And if it's not going to work out, I'm not going to waste my time, whether that's friendships, dating, networking, whatever. I like my impactful relationships to be intentional. I feel like I'm, I'm think- like really showing my true colors on this episode. No, no, no. I don't think so at all. I think that, again, it goes to show like this really emphasizes what do you consider a waste of your time or what do you consider high impact? Because Eric and I talk a lot about um, character development, dissecting film. He's a, He has a master's degree in film at this point. He did not when we got together, but he got it while we were together. But um, he has literally a master's degree in film. So talking, dissecting film is never going to be a waste of time for him. That's going to be one of his favorite things. And in fact, he might message you after listening to this because he edits our podcast and tell you who he thinks the real hero is. I know who it is. It's Samwise Gay and G. But the point of the matter is I did not want that to be the first thing out of this guy's freaking mouth. But I'm saying like for somebody who loves – I'm going to say film, but could be books and particularly is attached that that wouldn't be a waste of their time. So for you, what is a waste of your time might not be a waste of someone else's time. And in a way, didn't he do you both a favor of figuring that out really quickly instead that's of why like, I think it's that's why I think it's a great example as to why we should not be skirting <laughs> around at networking events. I'm telling you, this is why I think it's like we, everybody should be more honest and just be like, yep, not not a good fit. OK, bye. I feel like people spend so much time having useless conversations when we have so many more things that we could be doing or discovering about each other. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. That's just me. So I'm doing this experiment because um, we shared on the podcast several weeks ago that we added a new team member to PodFox, Katie, and she is helping with media relations and PR for both 
PodFox as a company, as well as our individual, I said both, but for PodFox as a company, like as a whole, for me as an individual, and then for our clients as well. And where one of the big things that she started promoting to me right away that this needs to be a priority is doing networking. So this is like a big reason why Amanda and I have been talking about networking because she's like, girl, couldn't it be me? So I have been, I joined a couple of networking groups and at the time of recording this, I have not attended any of the group events yet. I've participated in some of the like online writing things and I have had some one-on-one calls and I've scheduled a ton of one-on-one calls. And then I also have like literally tomorrow, I have two group networking events that I'm going to be attending virtually as a result of joining these groups. And the individual networking calls that I'm doing are not specific to the groups. Some of the people that I'm having calls with are from those groups, but some of them are just from other places. But I am really making an effort to get some networking on my calendar. Now, the downside really is that I have literally almost 50 calls and events scheduled in the next like over six weeks over a six-week period and that's right how now. many like more than 50 Sarah. and that right now that's gonna continue to grow so like that's the downside is like it is booking my calendar and like wall to wall of meetings however i will say so far the ones that i have had have been really enjoyable one-on-one i haven't done any group ones virtually since I started this experiment, thanks to Katie's pressure. Um, But I have been, I have been doing some one-on-ones. And can I say that they're fruitful? Not yet. Um, I did get a podcast interview scheduled from one of them for my other podcast that I do. That's for Girl Scout troop leaders. And Um, I've talked about some ways we could potentially collaborate with some other people, but nothing's really like come about yet. So I can't say they're like tremendously fruitful, but it's definitely, listen, this is definitely going to help me get to know a lot of other entrepreneurial people, a lot of other small businesses, and they definitely will know me and definitely will know PodFox and definitely will know Big Brave Business. So we'll see. We'll see what comes of it. I'll definitely keep you posted on this podcast about how my networking experiment is going for, I'm calling it Q4, but it's really like September through December of 2023. We will keep you posted on how it goes, but. I think it's awesome. I think it's great that you're doing it. I, I like I said, I couldn't personally do it, but I do genuinely think it's great that you're doing it. And I know but it also wouldn't see- serve you for what you are currently working on because you literally said you're not taking any new clients until 2024 and maybe not even then. So, like, what would you, what would you do it for? Uh, to, I, it would be to make friends, and I don't want to do that. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You, but, you, but you love having a wide. You love having a wide cast of people in your life. I yeah. do not. To me, it sucks energy from me. It does not yeah. give me energy. And I think that's it's the both. big difference. <laughs> it doesn't it's do anything. 
it doesn't do anything for me. Now, don't get me wrong. I love people. Obviously, I work with people. Um, I just know that the time that I spend with people is time that I'm not completing the work that I've been contracted to do. And that's my biggest thing is like, I am a one woman machine over here. And the time that I'm on calls or I'm meeting people or I'm making friendships and connections, like I would love to be able, no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I was going to say that I would love to be able to hop on working sessions with other people. And then I was like, absolutely not. No, I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> I, I think this whole conversation makes me sound like I hate people and it's not the case. I just think that I am a loner. I like to be alone. I get energized by being alone. I never yeah. really get lonely. Knock on wood. I definitely um, do get lonely. I think entrepreneurship is one of the loneliest things I've ever done. And also, I will say this about you. The people that are in your circle, the people you love, you love so hard. You oh, love yeah. them so well. But that's part of the reason why you keep that circle small. I told Katie, I was like, okay, look how many like calendar events I've booked with networking calls. Thank you very much. You're going to be proud of me. And I said, either I'm going to lose my mind or it's going to feel like I'm in a sorority all over again because I did a sorority in college and it was all girls all the time, plans constantly, constantly with people. I did nothing alone, nothing except for like shower and poop, literally everything else. I was with people constantly in college and um, just like a ton, a ton, a ton of socializing. Everything was social. You couldn't do anything alone. And then I went from that to living with somebody after college. And then I lived by myself for the first time when I went through that breakup. And it was so weird to me because I was like, this is the first time I've been like truly alone with myself. And I got good with it. But it is interesting because now working from home, like I'm definitely much more of an introvert than I ever was in the past in my life. Mm -hmm. But now working from home, I do get fucking lonely. I do go stir crazy. I can't stand when I only see the four walls of my office. And I love Eric so much. He's my best friend. But if that's the only face, if we're only seeing each other, like we need to be social with other people. Like I need that. Um, I definitely get stir crazy, but it's never to see other people. It's like I need to get out of the house. I've been looking at the same like four walls for the past week and a half. I should probably get outside and just see people. But that doesn't mean I want to have conversations with people. And it, all it takes me about is 30 minutes at a store. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go back home now. I'm just naturally a homebody and I'm naturally a loner. I love to travel. If I have it, if I have somewhere to go and like an intention, there's intention behind the meeting or there is intention behind like whether it's going to meet my best friend's new boyfriend. Like if we're going to dinner to meet, like I'm there's a purpose to the meeting. I love it. I love it. My dad is the most outspoken, most like Mr. Rogers is best friends with everybody. It drives him absolutely insane that I never leave the house or that I don't like you know, constantly go out and do that. Say about somebody like she never met a stranger. Yeah. You know that expression? Like yeah. you could just talk to anybody. I always wanted to be that person. I have not ever been good at it because I'm so awkward. Like you said, it, it either clicks or it doesn't. Like I can't just do the like small talk shit. We either are going to click and we'll just have a lot to talk about right away or 
we don't. It's awkward. It's painful. We both hate it. And we never speak again. (laughs) You know, I consider myself someone who doesn't really meet a stranger. I'm not saying we're going to be best friends. I can't think of one person that I wouldn't be able to like find some kind of common ground with, or I'll give it my best shot and I'll walk off leaving. I'll walk off laughing because you can't connect. Like, I, I, you know what I mean? I don't ever see myself as someone... I say I can't think of anybody. I mean, there are people oh, that are obviously some, like, not my people. Awkward. Oh yeah, but I mean, I'm never like scared to go talk to somebody. I've never met someone and like, oh, I can't go say hello. I mean, I'll say hey to anybody. It's not that I'm scared, but I would prefer not to. <laughs> like, yeah. I just rather not. I just rather just put my hood up and just mind my own business or whatever. Not literally. I don't really wear hoods, but you get my point. Like, I'm just gonna put my head down and just mind my business and like I don't need to be social not here to be social I don't need to wave to my neighbors I do because I'm trying to be a good neighbor but I don't want to (laughs) talk yeah um and see that's I don't know I don't know I part of me would love to be able to say I wish I was different um but I'm very content I mean I remember coming home from working in corporate and being so like socially drained that I would yeah. cry my entire way home. Like just feeling like I like I want to be left alone. And I had my own office with my own door. Like I was in my own office, but people would come by and say hello. I'd go mm. heat up my lunch. I'd see people in the lunch. Like I just want to be left alone. Like I just please <laughs> like leave me alone. And I just I don't know. I just don't have the the older I get the worse it gets. I probably will be one mm. of those old ladies who just doesn't have like anybody. But to your point, I have a good group of about 10 people that I care about very, very deeply. And I'm an Enneagram six for a reason. I am the loyalist. You know, I'm committed to the people that I care about. But yeah, I don't know. Please come talk to me at Big Brave Business or at Amanda Nelson Reads. You can find Sarah at Sarah K. Heater and tell me if you think I'm an asshole for not for not staying on the date with the guy. I wish I would have no never told way. that story. I thought you were going to cackle and you were like, well, that's not a bad question to ask. I mean, okay, God, I can't imagine you in that situation. It's like the last thing I could picture you like being a good match for you of starting off a first date that way. But I feel like I'd just rather know if it's a bad match right off the bat. I wish that I we did. could all do that more. Yeah. And I did. I did. And listen. I don't want to waste time investing in somebody, especially from a dating perspective, if it's not a good fit. I'd rather just know. Can we just yeah. be ourselves instead of trying so hard to be like acceptable right from the get-go? I don't know. I'm a very yeah. no day, no games dating kind of person. and But with like – work or friendships I'm a lot more tolerant of we try to be agreeable and we try to be likable but in dating I just am not like this is what you're gonna get (laughs) what you see Um, is what you get (laughs) I totally told Drew on our first day like my butt hit the seat and I was like hey I don't want kids and I'm not religious and he was like this is gonna be great gonna be great and um anyways that's how we started our i was like this is because down here everybody's ready to be a housewife and they want to go to you know first assembly of whoever the hell and i'm just like let me just go ahead and set the record this is what i'm here for and i was like gauging reactions and he was like we're gonna be great and i was like okay and from there we were so i don't know i don't know i'm very much so a believer in that and um this was not a dating conversation we're both in very much so committed relationships but um there you go guys yeah. 
Well, come find us on Instagram. Make sure you check out our YouTube. We're at Big Brave Business over there and we're introducing you to our friends, which much to Amanda's uh, not wanting to network. It's actually some of our favorite networking is getting really fun. It is fun. It's getting to hang out and have fun with people we already know we like. So we would love to share them with you. And it's a really good non-committal way for you to be able to expand your network and get to know some other really cool people in business without having to actually talk to them. You can just go watch them on our YouTube channel and then go find them and follow them if you already feel a connection. So go check that out there. And also we do want to hear from you. So if you like the podcast, leave a review. Do not roll your eyes at me. Leave a review. Listen, I um, genuinely, I genuinely want you to hit me up my DMs. I'm not just saying that. It's my favorite way to communicate with people is over Instagram messenger. Please. Thank you. Yeah, but don't lead off with a question about the hero of the Lord of the Rings and um, or else you won't get a response. But you might get a $10 bill. So, you know, it's all priorities. All right. We'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. (laughs)